Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I am your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Life Can Be So Nice from Parade. Recorded on the 21st of April 1985 at Sunset Sound and released on the 31st of March 1986. Um, on the track you have Prince playing pretty much everything with background vocals from Wendy and Lisa and cowbells from Sheila E. <laughs> which is, uh, you know, a nice touch. Um, and there was um, like a, an orchestration done by Claire Fisher. Um, but as with a few tracks on Parade, Prince chose not to use the orchestration. So uh, I think Claire Fisher did orchestrations for pretty much every single song on this mm. album, apart from Kiss. And then Prince kind of made a choice as to whether or not to keep them. Um, so Claire Fisher did put some effort in, but uh, sadly we don't get to hear it. The track is three minutes and twelve, and joining me to talk about it today is Zachary Hoskins. Hello, Zachary. Hi. I'm gonna say for the the genre of the song, um, I don't know. I don't know what to. I don't know what to put because I would say it sounds to me kind of. Um, it sounds very kind of like jazzy, mm. but kind of more experimental. Kind of, it's very, it's very noisy. There's a lot of instruments on there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't imagine uh, also adding in an orchestration on this. Like as much as I love Claire Fisher, like this is such a busy song. <laughs> Can you even imagine having a full orchestra <laughs> in the mix? Uh, it's, it's there's like so much stuff going on, and you know, despite the fact that the song's only three minutes, it goes through like you know a couple of distinct kind of changes as the kind of the instruments are brought in and out. Mm. Um, you know, and we start with kind of like a, I mean, you know, as, as with a lot of the songs on the album, there's, there's a kind of the end of girls and boys kind of happens. And then we're straight into life can be so nice. <laughs> and there's at the start of life can be so nice. Uh, it might just be the way that it's done on this, the CD copy I had, but there's a little, you get the tiny little kind of ending of girls and boys just kind of seeps in just as, as it kind of fades away. And then you get hit with like all this noise of, of life can be so nice. <laughs> Right, um, you know, and considering Sheila E's on the track, it's interesting that she is she isn't the one on the drums. I always just assumed it was her on the drums because, you know, the drums are so prominent that I I yeah. just I always just figured that was her. So that that's that's surprising. And um, you know, I think you have this kind of um, I don't know how to describe it, but there's like a it sounds like kind of an electronic flute sound. <laughs> yeah. If if you you know the noise I'm I'm hearing when I hear the song. Yes, that kind of, I know exactly. That, that, that's, that kind of pierces through the whole thing and is right over the top of the song. Mm. And there's a couple of points where that kind of drops out. And it becomes more about like uh, the drums and kind of the bass. And then it kind of comes back in. Um, but considering that at this point, Prince had mostly moved away from like artificial instruments. And I know for a fact he doesn't play the flute. <laughs> right. um, I don't I don't know what that noise is, but it might just be a combination of like other sounds that are kind of ending up in that kind of range and that are causing that kind of. To, to, for it to sound like that. Yeah, it definitely um, doesn't sound like a real flute. Um, it, it is, it's a It's a very distinctive, it's, it's a distinctive noise and it's something that you don't hear. I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I don't think you really hear it in a, a lot of the other tracks on, on Parade. It really does stick out. And, you know, you have the kind of, there's a very, I mean, the, the drums to me, they're kind of quite heavy. Mm. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of bass to this song. Um, and you know, I think I'm get. I mean, from what I can hear, there's a little bit of a kind of like piano in there as well. And, um, you know, there's obviously possibly a couple of guitars. I don't know. There's, a, there's so much noise. It's, it's very cacophonous. Yeah. And, you know, the, the kind of, um, the, the little switches between the verse and the chorus, 
where it kind of, you know, instruments come in and out, it's kind of very hard to keep track of what's going on a lot of the time in the song. Yeah, it, it is. It's a difficult song to pin down genre wise. It, it definitely there's a it feels psychedelic to me in a way. Yeah. Um, this was, you know, Parade is still definitely Prince in his psychedelic era. Uh, but, you know, also very funky. Like you said, there's a there's definitely a jazz element, which I think was growing more pronounced around the time of of parade it's a it's it's a very interesting song to say the least and it, i mean interesting enough this was recorded a couple of days before around the world in a day came out yeah so <laughs> you know he's still kind of in that area um i have actually watched a few interviews with the revolution about this time um obviously you know by the time we get to um september in 86 and the the japanese tour that was when prince would fire the revolution right um so you know this is kind of we're, we're kind of, you know, in the final kind of year of the revolution here. Um, and a lot of them said that, you know, when he went to France to do Under the Cherry Moon, he really kind of was taken. And, you know, he went and visited Mozart's house. And, you know, he, he kind of he went up to see the, you know, to see Versailles. And, you know, he really kind of traveled. He didn't just stay in the south of France filming mm. um, in Nice. Apparently the rest of the band kind of had to stay there <laughs> because, you know, they were they were kind of recording stuff and shooting and various other things down there. But he, he kind of really took the opportunity to travel. And so kind of, um, you know, the, the later tracks that were recorded for this album do have a kind of. Um, I, I mean, not completely obvious, but there is a little bit of a French influence in them. There are certainly right. a few tracks that have, like Girls and Boys, you know, have French words in the in the lyrics and stuff. Um, but this feels like a song that was recorded before that influence. Um, you know, it, and it feels like a song that's still, like you say, there's a little bit of a hangover from Around the World in a Day. Uh, it, you know, it, you're right. It does sound a little psychedelic to me. Mm. Um uh, not that, you know, all psychedelia was just kind of uh, cacophonous noise, right. <laughs> um, but that does certainly put it in the right area. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's it's kind of, it's an unusual song as well, because um, it does appear in the film and Prince sings along for about a minute. <laughs> he sings along to himself and he actually does air drums while sitting in his car and singing Life Can Be So Nice. Um, just before Chris and Scott Thomas turns up and then he kind of regains his composure. Uh, which, you know, it's probably my favorite little bit of business that Prince does in the entire film uh, of kind of like just being like so goofy and stupid by singing about you know, his own song. Right. And then kind of then composing himself when he knows that, you know, a woman is approaching and so he doesn't want to look like a goof. Yeah. But, you know, the, like the, the, the thing as well, kind of like I guess the psychedelia kind of seeps into the lyrics a little bit because they're kind of. I wouldn't say nonsense lyrics, mm. um, but they do have a kind of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds type feel to them, to me. So, yeah. looking, you know, reading them, the kind of the, the weird thing of like this morning there was joy in my heart, you know, because um, I loved you so. And then scrambled eggs are so boring for we are all uh, for you're all all I want to know. Kisses never lie when delivered with milk from your lips. I mean, I, such a, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> morning glories never cry. Uh, my love for you, baby drips. I, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This it, it just feels like you know the the, the lyrics are kind of um, a little bit kind of more um, you know stream of consciousness than than some of the other songs on this album. Um, right. Right. Uh, yeah, I'd never I'd never read the lyrics, actually, until <laughs> until preparing for, for this interview. And, you know, I, I, I certain things like obviously came out uh, to my like I, I, I always 
took note of the scrambled eggs are so boring. Um, you know, that kind of like the idea of, of love kind of, or the feeling of being in love transcending these mundane things. But um, some of these weirder touches, I, I, I never noticed the, the milk from your lips really like, I was like, how did I never hear that? Um, and, and I do love my love for you, baby drips, because it's so, it's so Prince uh, because there's both sort of a, you know, a little, the psychedelic, like almost like Dolly's melting clocks, but at the same time, yeah. also a, a very clear, you know, sexual meaning there too. So, <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, the chorus, obviously, you know, life could be so nice. And, uh, you know, uh, it's worth saying as well that, you know, the the backing vocals of Wendy and Lisa are quite prominent in this song. Mm. Um, you know, everything is kind of triple tracked with them on the choruses. Um, you know, it's a wonderful world, sweet paradise. Uh, kiss me once, kiss me twice. Life could be so nice. And then, you know, so nice. Um, that's the part that he kind of sings when he's sitting in the car, by the way, is uh, it's a wonderful world, sweet paradise. Kiss me once, kiss me twice. So and and then, you know, no one plays the clarinet the way you play my heart. I, I come a thousand different ways before I even start, um, you know. So and I mean, this is I mean, I'm getting into this early, but um, on the on the sexy MF video, which I purchased there. <laughs> You had the sexy MF video and then you had a an advert for uh, the Symbol album because this was mm. a few months before the Symbol album came out and it showed you little clips of various songs like um, Seven and The Continental, um, you know, and it also had an advert for Carmen Electra um, <laughs> <laughs> for her, her debut album and it said, to hear her sing is to come a thousand times. <laughs> so... I mean, I don't know if this is, you know, if that's, a, you know, a, a callback to this song, but, you know, I just, that's what, that's what that line made me think of. Um, that is some ad know. copy. <laughs> like, yeah. That is, that is impressive salesmanship for Prince. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know how accurate that was or, you know, I've never heard the Carmen Electra album, so, and I cannot imagine it being producing I, I, results that good. I've heard it and I don't recall having a thousand orgasms when I heard it. So yeah. <laughs> for what it's worth. <laughs> But uh, that that bridge is it's interesting. This song, you know, you mentioned uh, feels in some ways like a hangover from around the world in a day. And it reminds me especially of tambourine, um, the you know, the prominent yeah. drums. And then when he hits that bridge, no one plays the clarinet. He's just the way that he's singing. It reminds me of a similar moment in tambourine. The I don't care for one night stands and Charlie cars that that whole bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting. The parallels between those two songs. I actually started thinking about it when I listened to your podcast about tambourine. It oh. sort of jumped out at me. I know what you're saying. The, right. And that is similar to the bridge of tambourine. Yeah. And then, of course, we have the kind of um, the kind of call and response where he says shivering madly your embrace better than a trip. Morning glory is crying embrace. I do love you, you baby. And while he's saying all that, you have the kind of the echo of the lines with shivering madly in your embrace. Is it better than a trip? Morning glories never cry. My love is just a dripping, which is <laughs> a variation on the previous time. And then, of course, scrambled eggs are so boring. Uh, you know, and again, you know, Prince kind of experimenting with, you know, the the structure of, of, of the song and kind of having this this kind of layering of of, of lines um, between himself and um, yeah, and the backing vocals. I, I see this kind of pointing the way to a couple of moments on Sign of the Times, like especially, I mean, this was, of course, the um, 
the you know legend about this song is that it was a recording accident but forever in my life where the backing vocals are coming in before the uh the lead vocals instead of after but this you know whether or not that was intentional or not this is definitely a period when prince is starting to kind of play around with these standard elements you know of a song like what can backing vocals do that are that go beyond the sort of cliche of what backing vocals do and i mean he had kind of done that a little bit with with, um, you know, 1999, you know, having the mm. opening lines um, jumping from one person to another, you know, right. so it's not it's not like he's never kind of experimented with vocal lines before. But, yeah, this is something that I'm in particular fur of my life. I'm uh, once I get to that episode, I'm not sure how I'm going to talk about the lyrics because they literally kind of overlap so often yeah. and kind of get ahead of themselves and then echo what something's just said and then call ahead to what's about to be said and right yeah it is very this is less complicated than that it's just yeah. kind of but yeah that, that i can see how kind of it, you know you end up in that kind of place where prince is is kind of you know taking what is backing vocals and kind of making them the main line and and, and and vice versa um and then we end with the chorus lines you know life can be so nice a wonderful paradise kiss me once kiss me twice life can be so nice so nice and <laughs> And here's the thing as well. This is the, this is the, this is the thing that kind of always amuses me about this song, which is, you know, you have all this noise, you have you know the, all the singing, you have the cowbell, you have everything, and then you know you just get the words so nice, so nice, and then the song just stops. Right. And that's the end of the song, and it's like a really abrupt cut off. I can't think of any other Prince songs where he just literally essentially seems to run out of tape or just suddenly stop. Um, I, yeah. I mean, you know. the only song that comes to mind is again, tambourine tambourine has that abrupt ending. It's, it's, this is a, it's almost like this is a redo, like a more, a more Baroque <laughs> remake of tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least with tambourine, he announces it though. By right. saying tambourine. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, here, he just, he, he just says so nice and every, and literally everything he's in and you can like all, all the instruments are there and then it just suddenly stops. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then, of course, you get you get the opening chords of Venus de Milo like coming straight in, and that's that's it's kind of that's how I always associate the end of this song is <laughs> with the kind of the, the quiet opening of Venus de Milo, which you know contrasts kind of strongly, um, you know, against um, this particular song. Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, you know, to go from this, you know, all the noise to just that kind of you know suddenly stopping. Um, but uh, yeah, and the thing is as well, like it's not as. I would understand if Life Could Be So Nice was the final track of Side A. And, mm. you know, that was the end of the side. Because that would be like a really fun way to kind of just end end, <laughs> end the record. But it isn't. It, Venus de Milo is the end of Side A. So it's like one more song. And it's, I don't know. It's just really funny to me that he's he, he still had like one more song left in him. Right. Um, for this side, you know. Whereas I, I feel like Life Could Be So Nice is, is like the perfect kind of ending. It's it's an unusual song. And I, I haven't been able to find any cover versions of it anywhere. <laughs> um, that's not completely true. There are There is actually, um, I can't remember the name of the band. But there is like a kind of, um, a, a kind of choir who have done a number of covers from Parade. Hmm. But they tend to do them as like a, a medley. So they do the four, first four songs all as one like long medley, and then they do a couple of more songs from this album. And I th- I think it's um, uh, Girls and Boys and Life Can Be So Nice end up as like one long medley, um, and then they do like uh, Another Lover, and sometimes it snows in April. There's like you know a pairing, but they um, they recorded it after Prince was dead, and you know uh, I don't generally count cover versions from after Prince's death because right. most of them were recorded kind of like as a tribute to him. Um, you know, so it feels a little bit like cheating um, <laughs> to kind of go for those. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, I would say that the song is a, a four out of five. You know, mainly because I just like kind of the noise of it. You yeah. know, it's, it's like... <laughs> You know, it's if you listen to like as you you know the lyrics don't really make a huge amount of sense. I don't think they're saying anything particularly. I mean, aside from saying the words "life can be so nice" over and over again, I don't think they're saying anything relevant to the film. <laughs> um, you know, as with a lot of the tracks off this album, you know, like every it just seems to be Prince had like this idea, and you know he record he recorded like five of the songs this day so right it was clear that he was just like knocking out songs left right and center <laughs> and this does kind of feel like one of those but i still like what he you know the kind of the, the the use of the vocals the kind of having the instruments come down and then be brought back in like we say the kind of the middle eight the kind of echoes what they did in tambourine but mm. i think this is a bit of a better song than tambourine you know so for me it's a four out of five i don't know how you feel about it i would actually i, I i'd say the same um you know it it's parade in general is sort of a it's a it's a whole is better than its parts kind of album there aren't a lot of tracks that i would that i would give five stars to but but the the way that they all kind of flow together and the overall mood that they create it's one of my favorite prince records and and life can be so nice uh, you know um when i saw it was available i was like okay i, I need to talk about this because i've seen a lot of a lot of people in their evaluations of, of Prince's music, this song tends to get dismissed as, you know, just sort of a trifle, which it definitely is, but, but something about it, I, I just really like, I, I like the, it, it sort of captures the kind of rush of emotions that comes with falling in love. And at the same time, there's something a little manic about it. There's something almost, almost a little like, uh, I don't want to say creepy, but there's there's something a little unsettling about just like how loud it is and how fast it is. And that that, you know, synthesized flute that we were talking about. And it's it's all just kind <laughs> of like it, it's it's really a lot. And, and then it just cuts off, you know, so abruptly. Uh, I, I can't give it five stars. It's not like one of Prince's classics, but it's a it's a fun song and, and a really interesting album track. And the thing is as well is, you know, um, it doesn't seem to be saying to me that life can be so nice. Right. <laughs> like the, the lyrics don't really fit with, you know, the subject matter doesn't really fit with the music that's underneath it. So it's kind of a weird contrast that he's got these lyrics saying life can be so nice, but he's telling you it against this kind, kind of cacophony of noise. Yeah. And, um, and, and so, so you, you're thinking well i mean is this what you think is like life being nice is, is this really loud noise like constantly going on and then just abruptly stopping um yeah so it's an interesting song but yeah i mean i can understand why people would i mean a lot of the songs on parade are kind of two minutes long three minutes long right. and they kind of blend into each other and you know they kind of cut off a little quickly and you know um, so I can understand that, but to me, I, I would say that on this album, there's probably only one track that's really a five out of five, but everything else kind of hovers in that four out of five area because, yeah. you know, as a, as a whole, the album does kind of, even though Prince had kind of thrown it together from some of the kind of places where he'd already recorded stuff, um, you know, it, it still d does feel like there's a kind of uh, a consistency to the whole album, um, you know, which in later years, you know, Prince would sometimes just literally throw together like 10 tracks and call right. it an album and right. stick it out. And that would be, you know, and whereas with this, it feels like there was an idea that he had and he kind of made all the songs, whether he'd recorded them, you know, in 1985 or a couple of years earlier, fit, you know, the, the idea of what the album should be and what it should sound like. Yeah, it's 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 sort of interesting because, I mean, obviously this is technically a movie soundtrack to Under the Cherry Moon. And it it definitely feels like 
of a piece, but I'm but I'm not sure. It's almost like Parade is the soundtrack for another movie that didn't actually come out. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> it's it, it happens to be the soundtrack for Under the Cherry Moon, but it it seems to be almost telling a totally different story. Um, even if there wasn't actually a movie attached to it. It, it's it, it creates this kind of it, it paints a picture uh, okay so i feel like we've said as much as we can about this track so uh let's go to any plugs if you got anything you wish to plug yeah so uh i have my own podcast and blog um they're both called dance music sex romance for the blog i'm going through and um doing kind of something similar to what darren is doing only much slower i'm going through and writing about every Prince song in order. I'm pretty much at the end of Dirty Mind now, which is also what I said last time. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, and and then the podcast is um, sort of long form discussions about uh, different aspects of Prince and his in his career. Um, so uh, I've got one coming up pretty soon uh, that will be um, talking about his kind of relevance to the gay community. So that should be interesting. And you can follow me on Twitter at ZC Hoskins. Great stuff. You can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track, or you can follow us at Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you could email us, I don't know why you would, at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks for being my guest once more, Zachary. Yes, of course. And otherwise, goodbye. The life was never ending. But all good things they say never last. Love, it isn't love until it's past.